Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 135, Feeling Alive, and I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin. My name is Anna Bernarski, social media trash queen. I'm Diana Gray. I do things sometimes. And I'm Alex Jitterzak, the jitterder-in-chief of GameCola.net, the website, the actual internet (laughs) website. Jetty, you sound a little unsure about that. Has there been a mix-up? Why did it take you so long to come in? When was the last time I was on a podcast? (laughs) It was only like two podcasts ago. It wasn't that long ago. (laughs) That's okay. I definitely forgot I was first and kind of sat here went. Oh yeah. Anna, you're always first because your name starts with A and your other name starts with B. Yeah. Yeah. You should like just oh, in no. life. Just in life. Know. In life you're first. You're always first in everything, aren't you? That's what school taught me, yeah. Was there anybody ever in front of you in yeah. line? Were you always the line leader? No, yeah, That's there what were, we called there it. Were, like, Two or three people in front of me sometimes. If you organize by because last name and someone has a last name that starts with A, then they would be in front of her. I, we would do things where it's like, okay, we'll go in alphabetical order this time. And then, okay, we'll go in reverse alphabetical order this Ew, time. That's and so my hard. name is, oh yeah, my name, Always. my middle name is Martin. So it's just like, I'm in the exact same place. <laughs> that was true. This change is nothing. Yeah. I want the power to control my fellow classmates and where they go in life. That's really creepy. Is that what the line leader did? I don't think I ever got to be line leader. <laughs> yeah, I, I never assume. got to be line leader. I never, I think I got to be line leader once. I've forgotten it. I think I went mad with power and blacked out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my God. And look at you now. You're the podcast commander. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's carried over. It's like a line leader but for a lot of people and only words though <laughs> yes can that be the Living new tagline of the podcast <laughs> hey video games everyone oh, games. What, if, what are those you know what's a big video game what w o w wow wow I can't believe you all made the easiest lowball joke that we've already made twice, (laughs) maybe three times before this podcast even started. (laughs) And you all three made it in succession. I know, it was hilarious, right? I tried to mix it up. like I was obligated. That wasn't planned, guys. (laughs) We're talking about World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft Classic. Which uh, was released uh, yesterday as of recording this podcast, yesterday evening. Basically, they've made a version of WoW that you can play where it's like the old thing. If you've, I think it's kind of like um, RuneScape Classic or Old School RuneScape, whatever it's called. It's like that if you're familiar with that. I know some people have been playing it. Does anybody, has anybody here ever played the video game World of Warcraft, one of the most popular video games of all time? No. Nope. Yeah. I've watched people play it, and I've always said it looks really gross and not interesting to me. Oh. Well. Jetty with the hot takes. I just hate the art style. It's really gross looking. And then also, I guess um, I, coming from like an old-timey, old-school RPG, JRPG background, um, always hated not only just what it did, but that it became what MMORPGs are. Like, there's no mm. MMORPG now that does not follow the pattern that was set out by World of Warcraft, and it's always kind of upset me. Kind of like how you can't make 
a maze game without it being compared to a Metroidvania type experience. Well, let's. Uh... I should have just called it War- Warcraftvania. <laughs> Metrocraft? No, that has a different connotation. Well, <laughs> I, I guess I'm thinking more. Um... I guess in a way that people have tried to copy the pattern of Metroidvania, but there's usually something uh, beyond like the base parts. But um, if every single one was just exactly the same, I don't know how to really describe, but just the whole like fetch quests and going on instance raids. Ooh, uh, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> oh. Leroy Jenkins. I'm not a fan. Yeah, do we want to talk about the actual, uh, the, the big gaming news, which is I watched the, uh, the classic 1999 film, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can we just say a couple things about World, that's a good hook, Jetty. Let's just say a couple <laughs> things, because people saw the World of Warcraft tag in this podcast, and they're gonna feel <laughs> taken advantage of if we don't talk a little bit about the video game. Yeah. It's a good hook. Is me saying that I didn't care about it not enough? <laughs> no, Jetty. I, I just like want to talk. We don't have enough. to talk about the video game itself. I want to talk more about like the event of it. Okay. That of like what because it was. Back. Well, they brought it back, right? And like, it's just it seems crazy to me how much people are getting into it. It feels like every person in the Twitterverse that I am even remotely able to see the tweets of is into this video game (laughs) and i don't know was it like something that was popular like obviously we did not play it but was it something that was popular among your peers oh yeah no definitely like everyone i knew played world of warcraft at some point um for like some of the people were like you know i played it for 10 years or whatever it was a big deal yeah i mean i don't know if it's still a big deal i guess i kind of feel like it still is yeah, it must be because of all the people playing it. Yeah, yeah. Like today, I have a friend who's been who's been playing it, um, and she she took off of work for it because she was already going to take a vacation and it just sort of lined up. Yeah. Um, but like someone she was playing with got booted because the servers have been kind of weird, and it in like the middle of the day, like eleven a.m. There was still a four-hour queue time to get in the day after it came out. There's just so much. Apparently, also, a bunch of people got kicked in the middle of the night last night. <laughs> um, But, like, it was somehow class or race-based <laughs> because, like, there was only, like, two races, I think, that didn't get kicked for whatever reason. <laughs> and it was, like, the two most unpopular <laughs> ones. That's really funny. So everybody not everybody not playing the races that let you level up really quickly got to keep playing. Interesting. It was like a weird pseudo balance patch. I feel like if you don't know what World of Warcraft is, I I, I don't know if there's much I can do for you at this point. If you've somehow avoided it, you've probably done so on purpose. Yeah, like not knowing what it is. If you don't know Leroy Jenkins, there's no hope for you. So the news basically is just that you're going to be hearing a lot about this probably for the foreseeable future, so buckle in. Sounds fair. All right. You say buckle up, not buckle in. You do. Well, I don't, apparently. All right, Jetty, tell us about your religious experience. Oh, yes. No, um, 
I saw. So wait, how did you? Let, let's let's start at the beginning. Yeah. What what series of events led you to watching the Sonic the Hedgehog movie from 1999? So almost like annually for like the last three years, I've been watching the Digimon movie, which is not actually quote the Digimon movie. It is not. It was sold as if it were, but it was not. Is that the one where it's like three yep. like specials yep. tied together? <laughs> yep. And uh they they announced it as a quote movie. Um <laughs> Oh but, my goodness. I've seen parts of this and it's a disaster. And but there there's something about it. I mean like I can imagine and, and I guess I, I have to say that about this, is that perhaps if I had actually seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie from nineteen ninety nine, that I would feel the same way about it as I do about the Digimon movie. But I had not, and therefore I do not. Um, and it was kind of a nightmare. Um, so basically I just saw like uh, a couple little clips from it. I was like, wow, like the animation quality in these couple of clips looks pretty good. And um, you know, I was kind of curious. I was like, okay, could this be my new Digimon movie? Something that I'll like that's like old and stupid but it has some heart and so on. Um, it does not. Uh, it basically, like, there were so many points that I was like, is this an episode of Hacks and Slash? <laughs> That's amazing. Right? Like, it, it plays oh. out like a Sonic fanfic. And even there are, there's like two or three points where they have such long run-on sentences that it sounds like when we read <laughs> the long no-comma sentences, just like all in one breath. And now I gotta go back and listen yep. to the Sonic Hacks and Slash. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> and and I mean, okay, maybe Joseph Martin, uh, resident Sonic fan ish question mark. We don't we don't have Matt Jonas anymore. <laughs> uh, I, 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 has the title fallen to me? I guess I'll take it. You're the resident Sonic knower. Knower. <laughs> you um, know Sonic. That's sure. fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> um. But yeah, so like, is quote old man, which is apparently his name, the weird owl guy? Is he a character? Not as far as I know. Ha no. Has Knuckles at any point in any of the games worn a hat? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> nope. <laughs> What, Again, as far as I know, was his knuckles hat? <laughs> knuckles was wearing. He shows up wearing a hat. That would be my favorite part. His <laughs> random hat. What He's not of, protecting wait, the master emerald either. It? It's very important. We need to know. It's like a cowboy hat. Yes. <laughs> he just shows up wearing. That's a cowboy amazing. Hat. Now he can fly. Okay. Okay. I was gonna ask about that because he does randomly just float around. Yes. In the games, he glides, but like, he, he, I can see for an OVA in 1999, it's fair to just make him fly at that point. Like, Tails also can't fly indefinitely yeah. in the video game, but that's more of a mechanical limitation. I think you could make a solid argument that it's not narrative. Oh, there also is uh, what I'm going to assume is a self-insert, uh, the OC character. Yes. Uh, Sarah. Ah! Still better than Chris from Sonic X. <laughs> Are you Not sure? much, but better. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm going to have a debate cast about it. But yes, there is an original character, Do Not Steal, who is just an attractive <laughs> yeah. woman that everybody likes, Awful. but has a tail. Yeah. 
And She's okay. so bad. Oh, so <laughs> have you all seen this movie? Yes. I'm the only yes. one that I mean, hasn't have seen now. this movie. Also, you, must be, you must be having a trip yeah. right now, Diana, with the things we're saying out I mean, loud. I was included in the fact that all of you had seen this movie until right now, so now I feel excluded. <laughs> but whatever, carry on. So part of my issue with Sarah's character design is that she looks exactly like Eris from Final Fantasy VII if you, like, made her dress into, like, oh a two-piece. That's hilarious. Like, I'm surprised I'm, like, Googling this, and I'm surprised that I'm not seeing more comparisons of this. But, like, also, it looks like a ribbon from the front, but from the side, it's like a cat ear hat. She appears to be yeah. something of a cat girl, so they don't even know. Yeah, she she has, like, a tail. She's so. not a real character. She's just made up for this thing. Oh, I, I only like this image... Because Ew. Knuckles is wearing his hat. <laughs> oh, that's a great hat! <laughs> Where did he get the hat? I don't I'm, know! <laughs> I'm honestly kind of disappointed now that no Knuckles redesigns have ever featured the hat. Whoa! He's like carrying Wait. like a, a a cool duffel bag and he's like, I'm going treasure hunting. Does he do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a weird, I mean, like, it's an extension. It's a weird extension of his character. Okay. I guess. I don't know. He guarded the Master Emerald in Sonic 3, right? Which was yeah. his introduction. So, like, that was his original thing. And I assume it was just, like, they needed him to do something because he can't just guard an emerald for a whole movie. Yeah, he this wiki is hilarious. Can we just, can I just, can oh, I just read, oh, like, a couple I, excerpts? From the, just, just one. Her dislike is Dr. Robotnik trying to destroy the land of the sky. <laughs> Definitely dislike that. Um, well, I don't want to spoil the movie. Never mind. But Actually, I want to play a, g- a game real quick with you, oh. Diana. Close the wiki. Close the wiki? Okay. <laughs> Alright, Jay. Okay. Come up with two truths and a lie about the Sonic the Hedgehog 1999 movie. <laughs> and Diana, you have to guess the thing that's not okay. real. <laughs> oh no how am i gonna come up with a lie <laughs> um okay i'm ready okay so three things about sonic the 1999 movie sonic canonically has a favorite set of clothing <laughs> okay um jaleel white returns as the voice of sonic <laughs> okay and tails touches a boob what <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if Jaleel White was in this movie. I really want Tails Touches the Boob to be true. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Jaleel White. Okay, yes. I feel like that one was a little bit too obvious. No, well, but they did I wasn't was the sure. only one that wasn't entirely ridiculous. I went for the one that um, wasn't ridiculous. And <laughs> Yes. They had like a Jaleel White impersonator. <laughs> why, did, why does Tails <laughs> touch a boob? I don't want to know. I don't Actually, know. I don't want to know. I don't want to picture it. <laughs> wow, that is hysterical. <sighs> Look at him, he's wearing his hat again. Oh my god! <laughs> this was why I was thinking about that scene, was I saw it. It was immediately uh, on the next why line after... Why does Knuckles look like that? He's blushing because uh, 
tail's got to touch the boob. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh my god, this movie is so bad. <laughs> What's your favorite line from the movie? Because I know mine. My favorite line from the movie Sonic the Hedgehog, the OVA from 1999 is, You know everything I'm going to do, but that's not going to help you because I know everything you're going to do. Strange, isn't it? That's delivery, was was on point. Jay, what's your favorite line? I'm trying to remember. Like, mostly, there was too many that just, like, didn't make sense that it just came out of nowhere. What was it? Because I had to, like, pause the movie after he said it, and I'm... Oh! I don't even remember what was going on, but randomly, just out of nowhere, Tails goes, Oh, I'm afraid of lightning! (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, Tails. Good for you. Is that a defining character trait of Tails in the game? Nope. That's great. Anna, can you remember a line? I know oh, it's, it's it has been... been. Yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've watched the movie too. I just remembered that one line in particular. It's my favorite one. It's been a very long time. That's I just fair. remember watching it being like, oh yeah, I think I liked this a few years ago. And I was in college last time I watched it, and I was like, what the hell was baby Anna thinking? I hated is, it so much. There, is there anything time. else? Is there anything else you'd like to share about the Sonic the Hedgehog OVA from 1999, Jetty? Did I already ask if Old Man was actually a character from anything? You did. He is not. He's not. He's not. He continues to not be real. He still isn't. They haven't added him in the 30 minutes since you watched the movie. I had hope because, like, the first, like, five minutes of the movie, you got Dr. Robotnik. He's making uh, Metal Sonic, and, like, that's cool, and it's well animated. And then, like... Sonic and Tails are at the beach. It seems like it's going to be cool. And then just like immediately after that, Old Man shows up. Who? Why is he just called Old Man? Just give him a name. <laughs> I mean, you think that might be like a a translation thing? I don't know. Because like, isn't it, you would know better than I would, but isn't it like more normal to just call an old man like yeah. OG-san or yeah, something? G-chan. Yeah, like they, yeah. they do say like, bro and stuff as like <laughs> it it doesn't sound as weird in japanese to say something like that but like still <sighs> it doesn't have a name no it was not a good movie <laughs> the characters kept going off model like look at look at uh knuckles there with his weird nose yeah that's that's like, the part that threw yeah. me off really oh and i kept trying to figure out okay does does sonic normally have two weird fins on his back that are side by side because that just kept looking weird to me yeah no he doesn't i don't think what i can't even picture what you're talking about right now like, but i don't think so normally i think he sometimes has like a uh, some extra spikes on his back but i don't think they're like side by side ever yeah like they were consistently like on his shoulder blades and shown as being like almost like wings <laughs> I mean, I know people with shoulder blades like that, to be fair. Some people are like 50% shoulder blade, and that's okay. We respect all and body types here okay. on the Game Cola podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to look at more images, but like searching for, like, how do you search for an image of Sonic, like, from behind? <laughs> I don't think you want that. <laughs> also, it's a podcast, so I don't know if searching for images is... That's never stopped us before. <laughs> 
I'm well aware. <laughs> so do we want to move on from I think so. the movie? Let's just move on. Uh, Diana, you said something, you had a thing about Overwatch for Nintendo Switch or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so this morning, I think, as of recording this, or possibly it was maybe yesterday, I'm not sure, I just saw the news this morning. Apparently, on, on Amazon or some other retailer website, um, appeared a Switch carrier case that was Overwatch-themed, that was licensed by both Nintendo and Blizzard. So people think this is going to be Overwatch coming to the Switch. And in addition to that, the latest leak from 4chan um, about Smash characters says that it's going to be, and I somewhat screenshotted this and sent it to me, I think, or something. It's going to be, quote, a female mecha mech character that uh, a lot of people are going to be confused and disappointed. Which has led everyone to think it was originally just a female character. I heard it got changed to to female mech character later. Um, so everyone is now speculating that Tracer is going to be in Overwatch. Although if the mech part is true, that would lead me to believe that it's going to be Diva instead of Tracer. Uh, if the rumors are true. But everyone's kind of basing this off of an Overwatch carrying case appearing in one location. Uh, and then this hint coming out right after that. Uh, so that's a little bit weird. Also, like, the next the next Smash Brothers DLC character will be girl is not exactly oh, yeah. a I agree. huge pull there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know why everyone has been jumping to conclusions, but everyone's been going nuts on Twitter. I will say, okay, first of all, I if it happens, it is not because it, someone said on the hacker known as 4chan that that next Smash Bros. character will be girl and then retrofitted a mecha girl because of this Overwatch news. But let's just follow that path as if it is something to consider because I would I would consider it outside of this yes. too. I definitely think that Diva would make more sense as a representative of Overwatch to Smash Brothers. See, I may have to disagree um, with you. If only for okay. cosmetic reasons. Because, I mean, Tracer's on the... Yeah, I know, that's what Michael tweeted earlier um, <laughs> Michael tweeted uh, the, the, the uh, post in question with the caption, Nancy Drew Because it's Smash a female character, not demanded, will disappoint and confuse a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I'm also not going to take not a demanded and disappoint and confuse a lot of people with the grain of salt that is microscopic. Oh, 100%. Yes. Because this is in the opinion of someone who would post on the hacker known as 4chan. Well, I mean, my original theory for... I, I have gone through a couple. I have, like, a list of ones that I think are likely. I don't remember if I've... Sarah from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, so, totally. That's, <laughs> that's now at the top of my list. Knuckles with his hat. Yes. Um, but no, I mean, my picks, like, Phoenix Wright, anyone from Chrono Trigger, uh, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, anyone from those series would work. But yeah, I'm looking for characters that don't have spirits from their game represented in World of Light. Um, that's my strategy. Uh, so uh, Phoenix Wright has been high up on my list since, like, the beginning. Hopefully that happens this mm -hmm. time. But Overwatch would make sense if they are actually yeah. going to launch it on Switch. This would be a good tie-in mm -hmm. for it. 
And mm-hmm. and I mean, even if they weren't going to launch it on Switch, I think the the brand appeal. Yeah, and especially because be if there. you look at all the DLC characters we've gotten so far, a lot of them are not haven't traditionally been on. If you look at Joker, Persona's not most mainline Persona games are not on Nintendo systems. They're not they're not known as Nintendo no. things. Like Banjo Kazooie was, but like the brand of Banjo Kazooie is not currently anymore associate really associated with Nintendo. But yeah, that's like my my thing. So that's why I think Overwatch might be likely, especially because a lot of yeah, a lot of fair. people have been going like, "Where's my competitive shooting representative in Smash?" And Overwatch would fit that because. Yeah, that's definitely the the closest that I think you could get with fitting within Nintendo's brand to the real As cartoon style. As a big style. fan of Overwatch, I would personally be okay with it. Like, now I'm I'm curious why you think Tracer would be more likely than Diva. So my really my only criteria for that, I think both of them are pretty equally likely. Maybe I'm just saying this because I would prefer Tracer, just because I think the play style would be different and fun. But, I mean, my only thing is, even if you have never seen Overwatch before, whatever rock you've been living under, if you go and look at the the game in a store, Tracer's on the front of the box. Tracer plays a big role Mm -hmm. in most of the story-related missions and videos that they've released. So I think if any girl is going to be put in it, I think it is going to be Tracer. I would say, though, that while Tracer is sort of the the corporate face and i don't corporate can be said with a a level of disdain i'm not trying to bring that particular context into it in this particular statement i I see where you're going to go with this and i agree with you but in terms of whenever i see stuff that is produced by the overwatch community outside of blizzard's direct involvement i feel like devia uh ends up being the face as as probably because and she's my main (laughs) I will agree with you. <laughs> and I also think that Diva's like getting that mech into the S- Super Smash Bros. format would be easier than Tracer. I think Tracer would be very interesting with all of her t- weird time travel stuff to make happen. But I think if I were looking at these two most popular characters from the video game Overwatch <laughs> and um, looking at them, I'd say I think Diva is something that I could work with. Yeah, my only qualm with D.Va is that I'm still trying to figure out if they'll, like... So one of the the big things when you play as D.Va is if you take enough damage, you get demecked, And you play as baby Mm D.Va running around. So, and that's kind of a core part of her gameplay in the main game. And I'm sure Nintendo would want to be faithful to that. So how would you balance that? Like, you can't just have her get demecked a certain amount of damage and just stay demecked. Like, that's not going to work. I mean, you could do something like they do with Joker. That's That was what I told instead, my Discord earlier today. That it, was my it, Yeah, except instead of starting out in the weaker form and getting the stronger form, you start out in the stronger form. And, and that's you, my theory about how they'll the implement form. it. That was, one of my friends said that to me. They were like, how are you, you going to deal with the demecking? And I was like, it's going to be like Joker. Because that they've already, you know, established that that is how it works. Same with kind of Little Mac, I guess, with a bar building mm-hmm. up. So they have that but established. I think, like that that stuff just like I I'm thinking about Diva's whole toolkit. I I everything seems to have some sort of Smash Bros. analog that Defense I can think Matrix of. Defense Matrix is like, gonna break the game. 
Defense Matrix. Well, it, it probably won't last as long as it does in Overwatch. It would be like a short. <laughs> but plenty of characters have stage. plenty of par- characters have anti-projectile stuff. Foxes shine. Yeah. Uh, Villager and Isabel. I think what uh, like my grab. my friend and I were talking about earlier is the thing with Diva in whatever and whether you're looking at Overwatch or or Hot uh, Heroes and Storm. If you're looking at Diva, there, Diva's main thing is. Not, like, usually straight-up attacking, but usually to just be a disruptive force. And she's not, like, a DPS. I mean, she's classified as a tank. Obviously, she's not a DPS. And that's my only argument. Like, I feel like, I don't know. That's just talking from an Overwatch perspective, though, which I don't know if they'll care about. Yeah, I don't I don't think that that... Because just... Because, I mean, she does shoot stuff. You can charge into people yeah. with the I just think it would turrets. kind of annoy me, like, because... The way I play D.Va is purely just to be a disruption, and I don't go for kills, I just try and knock people out of the way, like, kind of thing. And I feel like that that part in particular doesn't translate into Smash. I just don't know how you would do Tracer, because, like, you can't really dash around the stage that much. Let me send you an article there's, I found already. There's not, there's not really enough space in most stages for that to really be productive. There's Nor already is, a like, projected moveset. That some people that's, and made. I can understand that, and that might work, but I'm just saying, like, the whole thing, like, Tracer being able to teleport, basically, everywhere, works good when you can get really far, but you can't really get that far in a Smash Brothers stage, and also reversing to a different location works better when you can reverse to a location that is far away, because I feel like anytime you would do your, like, reversal of time, go back, and, you know, maybe it would heal you. Like it does in Overwatch, the video game. Um, Overwatch, the video game. It, w- it would be really easy for someone to just jump to where you're going to appear and then punch you. Yeah. I feel like it would leave you very honestly, open. Honestly, I think both implements have their problems. Diva's ultimate has yeah, is better as a final smash so than Tracer. Tracer's is literally just kind of like a... Tracer's ultimate looks more like a, a side special... Or maybe a down special. <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right on that. And I I do think from a, I don't know, I don't really mind one way or the other. I know some people might get upset if it goes one way or goes the other. I like both equally. I mean, I love D.Va, so I'll be very happy if she's put into Smash. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it just has a lot of implications. Like, it would be fun. It'd be weird to play heavy, though. I don't normally play heavy characters. <laughs> but, yeah, I love Overwatch. Sorry. Bye. I was at Overwatch on Sunday. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> so, I can talk um, about competitive Overwatch forever. So speaking of competitive things, Diana, you also had another thing from the world of video game laws <laughs> that you wanted to share with us. And by wanting to share with us, I mean that I pressured you into finding something to share with us. Yeah. About the world of video game laws. It's really funny because my, my internet is still terrible and you keep cutting out at exactly the same spot. So all I can hear you saying is, world of, and then it cuts off. And it's really funny. Oh no, did I drop again? No, I can Oh good. good, okay, no one laughed, so I felt detected. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckled quietly to myself. Sorry, I had my microphone. I'm sorry, needed. I need validation. Um, okay. You're very funny, Diana. Thank you. Um, so... For those of you who are who don't know, um <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> Just play some canned laughter at this you're moment. Terrible. 
Um, so I spent uh, the summer interning at an esports law firm uh, that does a lot of work with uh, player contracts and um, corporation formation and a bunch of other copyright trademark stuff. It was really cool because it's eventually, you know, where I want to work. So it was awesome that they were able to give me the chance to work for them so early on in my law school career. Blah, blah, blah. Boring. Anyways, skipping to the exciting part. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I worked on this summer um, that I'm really passionate about was uh, a, a month ago-ish, possibly a little bit more than a month ago, um, there was a huge Fortnite tournament uh, where... There were now, Diana. What is Fort Knife? Fort Knife. Uh, well, I don't even Fork Knife. knife. Fork Knife. Fork Knife. No, Jetty. Come on, Forked Knife. Forked oh, okay. Knife. Um, yes. be, I I don't know Fortnite. Uh, like the huge competitive game. I don't. I've played it like everybody one, gets on a bus. They fly down yeah, to a. I've played to it like one time. They, Joseph, you're just of, making stuff hmm? up now. A <laughs> hundred people jump into a field from a bus, and then they shoot each other until there's only one of them left. Yeah, there's guns and stuff. And then or they something. get to eat, and then they get to have Thanksgiving or something like that. That, that sounds right. Um, I I know like next to nothing about Fortnite actually, but we rep a bunch of players, and they all won, you know, varying degrees of money, uh, large amounts of money, uh, from this tournament, which is rare because they are minors, and uh. So there's all kinds of complications with getting the money. So something you I wouldn't would... think they'd get a signal down there in the mines. <sighs> okay, and <laughs> um, and so one of the things I worked on this summer was an analyzing California law, um, because esports is actually really similar to like the standard entertainment industry with child actors. Um, so there's all kinds. There's like one law that basically governs how money is to be distributed, I guess is the best word for it, um, to the miners. Basically, it says 15% of whatever they make has to be put into a trust fund that only the miner has access to once they turn 18. Because, you know, California has a bunch of child actors and parents are prone to stealing their money. And so they made this law to prevent that. So basically, a bunch of my summer was spent working on whether this law applies to esports, how exactly it does, and what kinds of responsibilities we have as a talent agency representing these players in regards to that. So yeah, you wanted you wanted something I did this summer, and that's that's <laughs> it. Did you reach any conclusions that you can share with the studio audience? Um, I mean, kind of. It it basically is a lot more on the organization that is providing the money. Uh, than actually the talent agency, unless the talent agency is more like a casting agency and lends out actors, in quotation marks, uh, for a fee, then they act as an organization for the purpose of this this law. But basically it all comes down to the parents or guardians making the trust fund for the kids and then them just waiting. Like, the kids have to wait until they turn 18 before they can touch 15% of what they make. It's just to make sure so, that basically they have access to something that they've made uh, once they come of age. So what you're saying is that it's not necessarily your uh, representation agency. I don't know what you would call it. No, your, it's... It, it's not your responsibility. 
I mean, to we make do, that trust fund. It's not technically our responsibility. No, it's just if we're representing someone that the parents are like really good in the picture, then we want to make sure that they uphold their responsibilities and make mm-hmm. the trust fund and do all the necessary like paperwork and all that stuff. But it's really up to, and then the org just puts the 15% in and that's it. Like the money just stays there. The bank's on notice that the money is applicable to this law. So like they can't do anything with it. And then the minor can access it once they turn 18. Uh, so it really depends on how much also is being put in. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. And it's the first, like, I was really passionate about it while I was working on it. Because it was really cool to be able to actually impact, like, clients who are minors and who won anywhere from, like, I think the lowest was, like, 100k and the highest was, like, 1.5 million wow. of our clients. Uh, so yeah, we yeah, were the most represented talent agency at Worlds, and it was awesome. I didn't get to go. I wish I went. <laughs> But I prefer Overwatch anyways. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. And then Diana was fired. <laughs> uh, technically, I'm not uh, working for them right now while I'm in school. So So you are fired. <laughs> I mean, it was a mutual agreement. <laughs> nah, they're great. So I'm... you didn't fire, you quit. <laughs> I, I, I had to. I was forced to. If I could stay on. Being forced to quit sounds a lot like being fired. I was forced to by... Me being in school. We didn't break up. It was, it was to, mutual. Agreement. It was mutual. <laughs> I was forced to by society. But I I really loved working there this summer. And they said they would they would take me back in spring. So I'm probably going to do that. Cause it's... Won't you be in school in spring? Yeah. I mean, uh, technically I can, I can work. But I didn't want to this semester while I was getting back into the swing of things. 2L year is hard. So everyone is, is aware. Law school is hard. I know. It's like <laughs> such a weird oh. concept, but. I mean, you've oh. already got two losses. <laughs> yeah, I know. And trust me, I have way more than two losses. <laughs> I know you're thinking it, Diana. And yes, I will write you a letter of recommendation. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it is on my, Game Cool is on my resume. Yeah. It's also on mine. <laughs> yeah. I think it is on basically every Game Cola staff member. I mean, it should be. I try. I try my best. But there's not a... In the world of mechanical engineering, <laughs> there's not a whole lot. Is this the part of the podcast do. where we mention that this is like the grand reuniting of Jetty and the college kids? <laughs> this is true. I feel like this is the part of the podcast where we mention that. <laughs> Jetty and the college kids, too. Electric but, Boogle. <laughs> how many where of you are still we're not in, college? in college? I am not. Uh, half. I'm the only one who's not in school out oh. of the uh, OG college kids. That's true. You're close to one, though. I'm close to a college. That is true. <laughs> it does exist. Mm-hmm. I live across the street from one, yes. So, yeah. like, sev- let's say 75% of the three of us. I believe I have never not lived near a college. Because <laughs> there are a billion in Cleveland. Of the three of us. Well, on that note. Hey guys, we have fan mail. What's What's that was great. (laughs) Our first question comes from uh, Twitter from uh, Daniel Dugovic. uh, And Daniel asks, um, Untitled Goose Game is scheduled to release this year. What do you think about games featuring an evil player character? 
I didn't know that the Untitled yeah. Goose from Untitled Goose Game was explicitly <laughs> evil. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, all geese are evil. Chaotic I guess that's evil. fair. It makes sense in retrospect. Dang, you make a good point. Trust me. You they're all evil. Point. So, yeah. Untitled Goose Game does look really... It looks like um, Goat Simulator, but good. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I will be playing it, for sure. So what do you guys think about um, when you get to play a bad guy? Yeah, it makes me feel like a, a bad person inside. Not a huge fan. <laughs> I guess. Okay, Anna. Anna. Hi. I'm gonna challenge you on that. <laughs> no. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I know what you're gonna say, and yeah, <laughs> no. Still playing Deponia made me sad. <laughs> but you well, play it so much. You played all of the games. <laughs> I am currently slogging through the last game again. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> No, yeah, especially the third game. In case you are unaware, Deponia is a uh, point-and-click adventure game where you play a jerk for all of the video game. He's and not it's, a good it works. Person. It works because the rest of the cast is so likable. Yeah, so, like much. you can. So I'm just going to challenge the thing that Anna said. It makes you that. feel bad inside, still. But you still subject yourself to yeah. it. Got it. <laughs> so one response is Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued. Like, I'm excited. I like playing games that, where people have questionable motivations. This reminds me of D&D. &D. I haven't actually oh, played fair. an evil character yet, but I'm going to. Eventually. Oh I guess the thing is, like, conceptually, I like it, but I don't think that I ever could. Like, I remember discussing, uh, Shadow of the Colossus with my brother, and he was mm -hmm. like, well, no, it, it's not gonna be what you think. Um. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> that he was watching me play and he was like, why are you riding around so slowly? Just kick the horse. No! It's not a, it's not a real horse. You can just... It's not even like a game mechanic that it's going to get upset at you. Just <laughs> make it go faster. <laughs> That's really horrible. <laughs> and also, yes, you're correct. Not where I thought that was going. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that there was like a questionable morality part. There's actually the questionable morality in that game. <laughs> In the Back to the Future Telltale game, you have to be mean at one point, and that was very hard for me. You have to pick all the mean dialogue options, and I'm just sitting here like, I don't want to do that. I thought I was going to play a genocide route in Undertale, and I got to Papyrus, <laughs> and I just Aww. turned the game off. Can't do it. <laughs> oh, God. So we can't do this, apparently. I can. And oh, you can die. Yeah. What games do you play where you're bad? Like, terrible, uh, I terrible think I've done the game. Undertale Genocide run. Yeah, yeah. It's been you a while. Felt nothing. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I did, but like, I got through it. Um, what else have I played? I mean, well, this isn't fair. Diana's a lawyer. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's it. really funny. <laughs> you're right. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> I can't, I don't even play narrative games because they might have the opportunity for me to make someone feel bad. And I just can't, I can't even confront that a little bit. That's not why I play video games. I play video games to have everything divided clearly into good and evil. <laughs> and everything I do is good and everything the bad guys do is evil. And I don't have to worry about it. I don't need moral quandaries in my me time. There's no gray area here. 
<laughs> There's no gray area here. You blow up the robots, and they're clearly <laughs> fine because they come back in the boss rush, and they're in the ending cutscene. So it's fine. Mega Man always makes sure not to blow up the part that's their brain, apparently. <laughs> and he only tried to murder Dr. Wily one time. And honestly, it was a little understandable. He was pretty frustrated. <laughs> oh, my God. Thought we were going to get one podcast without Mega Man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Here he is. Oh, I'm going to throw this in real quick. The They announced a new Mega Man collection today. <laughs> or maybe last night. I don't remember. The I think it's the Zero ZX collection. How many are so they, there? They've covered pretty much all of the platformer games, I think, at this point. So there actually There's, was one. It wasn't a joke. There is no, yeah, no, the one that Brand or someone posted. I yeah. don't remember if it was Brand Cliff or James. Um, yeah. in the Game Cola Discord, Mega Man Legacy Collection collection. Yes, the Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection is a real thing, and I think it's basically the last of the platformers on a collection at this point. Because I think we have at, we have the Mega Man X Collection, we have the two classic collections, and then Brand Cliff posted the joke one, which was. Yeah, the uh, Mega Man. Capcom announces the Mega Man Legacy Collection collection, which is a collection of all the Mega Man Legacy collections. Yep. But it is cool. And honestly, I haven't played all of those Mega Man games, so it'll be... I now have the opportunity. I don't know if I have the time, but I have the opportunity <laughs> to finally catch up on all of those. Maybe I'll play some of them on stream at some point. But yeah, so that, that's just a cool bit of news if you're interested. We have other questions, unless someone else had something they wanted to say about the first one. You take that as a note. I'm, I am um, excited for the Goose Game. Oh, yes. Yes, I am also excited for the Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. Uh, okay, the this is an email that came from Game Cola Superfam. Her mom is a boss. They write, Hello, Game Cola. It's been a while since I've sent in an email because I'm catching up on almost 10 episodes of the podcast while drawing comics. Something that Ur- I know her mom likes to listen to the podcast while drawing. You could do that, too. Wow. Uh, we recently had a yard sale in our complex. This email is very on brand. Um, <laughs> and I sold several video games along with other things I was no longer interested in slash needed. While I was sorting through which video games I wanted to keep, I was surprised at the amount I refused to give away despite never having played in years. Um, so my question is, if you were allowed to keep one video game, either physically or digitally, but had to give the rest away, what would it be? Just one? <laughs> I know my answer, and it's the Mega Man Legacy Collection collection. <laughs> <laughs> we are not I sponsored think, by the Mega Man Legacy Collection. I think we had a, a discussion like this a few podcasts ago, didn't we? Where we were like, something no cheating. Like if you had to like take one game to a desert island or something. But this is different. This is like if you this got is different, rid of I think all you other can... games forever. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't, well, no, this is, you are allowed to keep one video game. But I assume you can get more back, right? Oh, so maybe it's just like what save file do you not want to get rid of? Like, like you have to save, you have to, you have to f- sell all of your video games for money. And at some point, maybe you'll make enough money to buy them back. Buy them back. But for right now, oh, you got to sell all of your video oh. games except one. Oh man! Right. So that means that, like, necessi- like, so, like, for example, uh, I would not necessarily save. My, even like if I really like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I know that I'll be able to get a copy of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate again and I can get all my progress back easily. So I don't really care if I have to sell that video game and buy it back sometime at a future point. 
But something like if you had like a physical copy of Earthbound, maybe you'd want to hold on to that one. Yeah. So I think it puts a, a, a different spin on it. So um, it's really hard. I I think like when you when you say it that way, um, there is something that uh, I think about sometimes is like with any SNES game, with any NES game, whatever, you can download a ROM of it. But there is something about the Game Boy experience that you cannot replicate with a ROM. And so it would have to be a Game Boy game. So maybe like uh, Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Or uh, I might even say, and this might be surprising to longtime Game Cola listeners, uh, but Pokemon, actually. Hmm. Like uh, my original copy of Pokemon Blue that I got for my 13th birthday party that time. Uh, I would be... You, you could... I would be really hard to let go of Pokemon Fire Red with all of its memories and stories within its contents, because that's specifically, like, th- that's the first Pokemon game that I have, and there's lots of, like, remnants of my first experiences with Pokemon not knowing what I was doing that I would want to preserve in some fashion. Yeah. I kind of want to see you, Sims 3. The Sims 3? Yeah. Which, uh, mm-hmm. the way I say that makes it sound like it... A very unenthusiastic. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yes, you but... did buy all the DLC. <laughs> I have so much DLC. So that might be that's probably from an investment point of view. Yeah. That's probably a pretty good one. Yeah, that or Sims Four, one of those two. <laughs> I think it's rather telling that Sims Three was the first one that you said. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to an old podcast where, like, I was saying, like, I think people don't. People don't really like Sims 4, and uh, I think it was Coley was like, oh, you better watch your tongue. It's like, no, I think there's a lot of people who have purchased Sims 4 and play it and like the Sims video game experience, but also just don't like Sims 4, even sure. though that's the one that they play now. Yeah. No, that that's absolutely fair, because now I've been playing it more often, and I still like Sims 3 better, but it's definitely the one I've been playing more often. <laughs> what about you, Diana? Xenoblade. Yes. I it, I had to think about it. But if we're going to talk what save file, we want to talk about what save file I want to keep, it's going to have to be Xenoblade, because I put so much into that, and I know that you all were expecting me to say Ace Attorney, and that's true, I would like to keep Ace Attorney, but, I mean, I can replay those anytime, and there's nothing, like, super present in my save file that I, like, need, but Xenoblade I've put time into. And it's a really important game for me. So that's why. Wow, really? That's your choice? Interesting. I wouldn't have (laughs) thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) The next question that we have uh, comes also from our mom. It's just continuing the email. Um, One more question before I go. I recently caught up on the latest Hacks and Slash, that being Shadow the Hedgehog and the Mystery of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. We've had another Hacks and Slash since then, the Kirby one. Kirby Rise of Dark Shard slash Star. Um, While I was listening, I was wondering, if I had to make a video game crossover fanfic, specifically a terrible one, what would it be? So I'll propose this question to you guys. P.S. For me, it would be God of War and Life is Strange, because that would just be the weirdest and hecka funny. I can't believe you'd try to swear on a rated G video game news and discussion podcast or mom is a boss. There's yeah. definitely never been anyone who's sworn on this podcast. Never. Absolutely. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your question. <laughs> I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. I guess I am I can only speak for me, but I assume that is a sentiment 
It says, sincerely, our mom is a boss. Thank you for your email. So what video game crossover fan fiction would you do? Style Savvy and God of War. <laughs> and what would that look like, Anna? I don't know. <laughs> Who is the main character? Is Now, is it a Style Savvy character slash set of characters in the God of War universe <laughs> or God of War characters in the Style Savvy universe? God, God of War characters in the Style Savvy universe. <laughs> And what are they doing? The only thing you do in style savvy, which is uh, make outfits. <laughs> so you make outfits for them. I feel like there's going to be the entire time. <laughs> there's going to be some conflict in the fact that I don't think Kratos ever wears a shirt. Well, he's going to now. <laughs> he's going to find out that he really likes fashion he's and get shirts. Fashion and stop all the killing. Jenny, what about you? So. The first thing that came into my head was uh, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter with uh, Super Mario World. Jetty, you said a collection of words at the beginning of that that I am completely... You, you don't know Turok the Dinosaur Hunter? Anna, do you know Turok the Dinosaur uh, Hunter? No. That was one of like the best Nintendo 64 games. <laughs> one of the few <laughs> that I'm familiar with. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so so basically, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter just basically picture Yoshi there. <laughs> so he's basically Turok the Dinosaur Hunter, but so it looks like he's he's going to hurt the dinosaur with a knife. So you want this man to hurt Yoshi oh, with a knife? How dare you? Or or maybe he comes to learn that uh dinosaurs have their own thoughts and feelings, and uh, he be he befriends a dinosaur. So what you want instead is the episode of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> instead of Mama Luigi, you have Mama Turok. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We can make that work, and it goes along with the tradition of fan fiction lifting plot lines and dialogues directly from an actual piece yeah. of media. Yes. Let's see. Well, it's got to be Mega Man and something. Yeah, just like mine has to be Ace Attorney and something. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? Here, Diana, let's compromise. Ace Attorney Ace and Mega Attorney, Man. I was wow. just about to say the fiction. same thing. Well. <laughs> cool, that's ours, Joe. I mean, we could always do the trial of Dr. Albert Wiley. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be super interesting. <laughs> right? How do you try someone... In, in court for trying to take over the world with robots. With Phoenix Wright, duh. Is it illegal to try to take over the world with robots? If you've committed crimes is... along the way. See, but it's not explicitly that he tried to take over the world, is it? It's just Fair. all the other little crimes that he committed. So then try him for those. He stole robots, first of all, from Dr. Light and the other people, because he doesn't get put on trial until assumedly Mega, in between Mega Man 6 and 7 because so that's, that's when that's he gets put in jail. Robbery. So he stole robots from Dr. Light. Um, I imagine he damaged public and private property. Yeah. Because he sends the robots to like I would assume. water treatment facilities and power plants and power stations and whatever, wherever Cutman is. <laughs> I'm not sure. A construction site. That's probably private property. Yeah. Um. What else did Dr. Wiley do that is illegal? Those seem like really the two things. And really, there's there's no better lawyer to try him than, than Phoenix Wright. 
I would but say. Phoenix Wright would be defending him, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, Isn't that's that true. what he Miles does? Yeah. I, meant, I meant just, like, work on the case. I'm sorry. Yeah, because, like, here's the thing. So then Edgeworth would be prosecuting him, so, uh, yeah. This doesn't seem like the kind of case that Phoenix Wright would take up. Well, I mean, he he has taken um, the theft case that one time before it turned into a murder. So it's not, but doesn't, you know... doesn't, doesn't Phoenix Wright usually try to take in the cases where he is in the right? Yeah. In the Phoenix Wright, if you will? <laughs> That's true. I think there would have to be some kind of motivational force there. Like in uh, it, in 2-4 when Maya gets kidnapped. Is there ever a case in Phoenix Wright, the video games, uh-huh. where Phoenix Wright is defending a client who is guilty? Yes. And you have yeah. to, and you win by them being guilty. Yes. Because that's how law works. Sometimes a person is, in fact, guilty. Yeah. The case so what's the about. Yeah. So what's the goal in that gameplay section, then? So 2-4, uh, Justice for All Case 4, basically involves you taking on the case of Matt on guard, who is a bad dude, uh, who, sorry, spoilers, bad guy. who didn't actually commit the murder, but hired a hitman to commit <laughs> the murder. So technically, that makes him, like, an accessory. Probably could charge him with conspiracy, which is higher than accessory. But Maya is kidnapped uh, through the course of that case. And the, you know, bargain for that getting her back... That seems extra illegal. ...is getting um, on guard a not guilty verdict. Now, at the end of the case, once you find out that Maya is, is safe and that they have her, uh, you can choose to have him be found guilty or not guilty. Um, either way, ends up with him in jail because you. We may have told the hitman during the course of the trial that On Guard is a shady dude and is basically does has blackmail on the hitman. So the hitman is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come kill this dude like real quick." You know, what and I mean? Matt On Guard's like, "Oh shoot!" Like, uh, he's like, "I want to be in jail," and so he goes to jail. The end. Yay! Yay. I don't know if Guilty. this would work with Dr. Albert Wiley. <laughs> I don't know either. But that's probably well, how it would it's a fan. It's a fan fiction that we'll have to write, I guess, yeah. at some point in the we future. We can write that, Joe. I think we can write it. <laughs> that's the next Hacks and Slash we're so, the next few. We're so good at writing fan fiction really together. Are. Foreshadowing. Um, wink, wink. Real quick, just real quick, because we're, we're coming up at the end of our time together for tonight. What are some video games that you've been playing in recent times? I'll just let you know that I've just been doing some other Mario Maker and Pokemon Showdown stuff like normal. Nothing particularly interesting. I'm excited for Pokemon Masters, but that doesn't come out. It'll be out by the time this podcast goes out. Like most things that we ever try to talk about. comes. <laughs> it happens in between when we record and post the podcast. So much happens then. Um, yeah. So I don't really have anything else to add to that. So there's a game on Cam's phone that involves basically the game of life except not at all and i don't know what else what else i can compare it to other than that where you just keep making decisions and then you keep just aging up and then you die and then you start again cool and it's an it's a mobile game and it's not incredibly fun (laughs) but i found it for for my uh apple device it is called bitlife or something on (laughs) the ios store yeah i have it open right now 
that's all I've been doing for the past like week and a half. And it's not fun, but it's that or Stardew Valley. And that's all I've been doing lately. This confuses me in the same way that the popularity of true crime podcasts confuses me. In the sense that I don't understand why people want to subject themselves to confronting the... confronting the mortality of their own existence and the mortality of their loved ones constantly and never ending. (laughs) Serial is a great podcast. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that I don't want to confront my mortality and that seems like the whole thesis of this show and of this video game that Anna has described. What a great time. Yeah. You can also try to escape from jail (laughs) if you get put in jail. That's fun. I've never done it, but you know. Uh, Well, as for me, um, I've just been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Oh, the new one, the three houses. Yep. The three places you can live. Yep. I've heard good things, except about the graphics. I think the graphics are fine. I would probably also have that opinion. I'm just saying what I've heard. Yeah, I I actually hadn't heard that before now, but yes, um, I love it. I'm on my second playthrough, and I just finished last night uh, aggressively grinding my units to level 30 before I'm even, like, halfway through the story, because I have no life. So, I'm very happy. Uh, My goal is to get all the children in my class, literally force them away from their house affiliations, and make them join my class. Uh, So far, (laughs) I succeeded with all but four. Don't all of the- don't the other classes need students? (laughs) Eh, I don't know. I I took almost everyone from one. I think they don't as need them anymore. One class has three students left, and one class has one student left. <laughs> as someone who recently uh, has experienced the wonderful joy of ad drop, <laughs> um, I can rest. I can assure you that there are things such as uh, number of seats in a classroom and fire codes oh. that need to be taken into account. <laughs> Please, I don't have when that. talking about like how many people are in a class. Fifteen. When you talk about a class, are you talking about specifically like one class that you are teaching, or is it more like sections, no, it's, like it's when you were in middle like, school and you're like grouped Hogwarts in with houses. like, okay, like so everybody takes the same classes, the same courses. Yeah, I think, and it's just yeah. completely arbitrary. Is it as arbitrary as Hogwarts? Because as far as I can tell, Har- in aside from like, uh, no, it's not as arbitrary taking as Hogwarts. personality quiz. Being in a particular house doesn't really seem to have any effect on your academic career. Uh, no, it's not as arbitrary as Hogwarts. Uh, in, in three houses, you are effectively sorted based on where you're from. Like, what region of the kingdom you're from. Hmm. Okay. But you can switch. Yes. For some reason. I never really figured that part <laughs> out, but... You basically, as long as your skills are high enough, go up to any student you want and be like, hey, join my house. And if they like you, they'll be like, yeah, sure. So my goal was to do that with every single student this route, and I got really close, but I didn't do it this time. So next time, I got it. I know what I have to do. Is there, like, a new game plus when you oh, start yeah. a new file where, like, you get stat boosts? Yep. I really hope they I let see. me keep all this money I got from grinding for two days. Or it's going to be a waste. How would you justify that in canon? I don't know. Actually, I don't know how you would justify any of the elements of New Game Plus in canon. But you are enjoying the video game? Yes, it's very good. I would recommend it to everyone. It seems like there's a lot of cool character stuff in it. There's a lot of cool characters. The voice actors are really into it, which makes it really cool to interact with people who like it all. And there's there's a lot of voice acting too, right? Yes. 
There is a lot of voice acting, but you know who is conspicuously absent? Matt Mercer. Hmm. Very upset. He's very he's a very busy man, Diana. I know. <laughs> I'm hoping he's gonna be a DLC. <laughs> but everyone in my my little community was like, Why are you even playing this game? Matt Mercer's not in it. And I'm like, it's Fire Emblem, and I still like Fire Emblem. I just, you know, who am I going to marry now? Like, it was such a sense of freedom going into the <laughs> game and being like, oh my god, I can marry whoever I want. This sounds like, uh, not to get morbid, but it's, this is like, I guess you could go with divorce, but the <laughs> fact that he just doesn't even exist sounds like, you know, you know, five years after your husband has passed away, you suddenly, like, self-actualize and realize, I can marry whoever I want! Oh my god. He's not That's dead. what it's, you're making it sound like. He's not there. He's ceased to be. Well, perhaps he shall reappear in, in the, uh, the DLC for me to marry. The girl can I don't be. know where my, I don't know where my metaphor would go in that case. No, I don't know either. You're out of luck, I guess. <laughs> Alright, I'll shut up now. Jenny, what have you been playing? Um, I haven't had a whole lot of time to play video games lately, um, but uh, I've been slowly making my way through Golf Story. Oh, I remember Golf Story. I think I enjoy it not just for, like, uh, being a golf RPG, but also just recognizing all the little, like, errors in the game as a fellow indie developer. There's a consistent undertone of like uh, cutscenes not quite executing properly and that kind of thing, <laughs> uh, um, which uh, I will say I find endearing. If uh, the developer of Golf Story is listening, um, I've been there. It is very difficult <laughs> to test and then fix these kinds of things. So, because I, I assume they're all like in-engine cutscenes, right? Like. I mean, yeah, like, it's not like a... You're the game's video. not going, like, FMV. Yeah, no, it's like... <laughs> Cutscenes. Uh, it will... It's supposed to be that you're waking up and getting out of bed, and what you see is you're standing next to your bed, the screen fades out, you're in your bed, and you get out of bed. Well, it just sounds like you went to bed the night before and then woke up the next morning. I don't think it was supposed to quite be that way. I think it was supposed to fade... In like he did an accidental fade out instead of fade in, mm. so it starts at max brightness and you can see that you're standing there, and then it fades out, and then it jumps back to max brightness and you're in the bed and you jump out of bed. Oh, I see. All right. Like it's little silly things like that where like it's a lot of effort to test a game, and I understand. That was like one of the launch games for Switch too, so there was probably some pressure there yeah, to like get it, get it out yeah. within the like. Because, like, I think a lot of people were got into it because it was, like, in yeah, the early the batch of Switch release yeah. releases. But is it a fun video game otherwise? Yeah, no, I uh, I enjoy the mechanics. Um, it is kind of funny that um, I don't know if other people find the game difficult, but I had my first, like, uh, competition where it shows you, like, the ranks against the other people, and I had, like, minus six to the number one person's uh, one. Oh. <laughs> Negative numbers are better. Yes. By the way. Golf. Um, that is how golf works. Yeah, like I was just getting like eagles and birdies and stuff, and I don't know if I was supposed to be in the middle somewhere, but uh, I was extremely beyond the top, so. 
Apparently, I guess I should get into it. Jetty, pro golfer. Uh, pro video game golfer. Do Oh, do they have uh, video game golf competitions? Will you represent me? They should. <laughs> I'm not legally allowed to do that yet. That's okay. I don't think Jetty's legally allowed to play golf right now. <laughs> Maybe that's what I've been playing. I think it's time to wrap up. We've had a lot of fun here today, haven't we, everyone? <laughs> I guess. What was What was your favorite part of the podcast? Cam screaming behind me two seconds ago. Cool. Jetty, what was your favorite part of the podcast? Ah, my head is on fire. (laughs) Uh, Diana, what was your favorite part of the podcast? When my internet cut out and I couldn't hear you guys. (laughs) 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 Why do I even? Why do I even talk? (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Game Cola podcast. Thank you. Sorry, I'm sorry. I wanted to do the. I had to do the rule of threes, Diana, and I realized I missed too many opportunities. I had to manufacture one. Yeah, I I could see that coming from like a mile away, but I took the. Could you? Yeah, I knew that was where you were going to go. You asked everyone else first, and I was last. I'm not that stupid. (laughs) But you still did it. I did it to make you happy. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy. And I'm sure our listeners are very happy too. Are they? The rule of threes is important. <laughs> it would have bugged me. Thank you for listening to the Game Cola podcast. If you like what you heard, there's more podcasts. Subscribe to us on iTunes and you'll hear all the podcasts. And if you rate us on iTunes, other people will hear the podcast. Yeah. Check out our actual internet website, gamecola.net, where we write video game news and discussion posts, yard sales. Yeah, that's uh, been really popular lately. Yeah, the yard sale stuff is very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got Facebook and Twitter, right, Anna? Yes, we are Game Cola on Facebook and at Game Cola on Twitter. Uh, just another programming note. Um, you've if you're listening to this podcast, you probably also listen to Hacks and Slash, so I don't need to tell you to go back and listen to the other episodes. But we have a fun one coming up this month. Um, <laughs> like Crystallis, the end day. Uh, episode nine of, of Hacks and Slash, A Tale of Love. We are um, doing a sequel, a spiritual sequel, uh, entitled Earthbound Three: Colon Mother Four. It is written in the same way as the the end day A Tale of Love, where we're all doing it. But the twist this time is that we're also having fans on the Discord. Uh, come in and write sections of it and it is really great so far we were just reading through it and giggling before this podcast started it's going to be a lot of fun um if you when this podcast goes up there'll probably be only a week left if we haven't finished it up by then because there's going to be a certain length of it where we're going to just cut it off and need to wrap it up because the podcast can't be too long um so if you're listening to this there's probably about a week left for you to uh write in your own submissions for so you'll have to find the Game Cola Discord, uh, which you'll be able to find on the uh, podcast article. And I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it now so that we have to do it. We need to find the password to the Game Cola Twitter and put the Discord in the bio. <laughs> oh, I have the password. Okay. What? <laughs> you, what? How long has this been the case? <laughs> Wait, why? What? People have been tweeting. Why do we not have the password? We use well, TweetDeck. Yeah, we use TweetDeck, and Jenny just decided that he's going to be the keeper of the password. I have all oh, the passwords Jenny, to all never. the things for the site. Not even sharing the password with a social media trash queen. 
We yeah. had it at one I, point because we logged into TweetDeck. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true>. um. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I think that's everything you need to know for now. Oh, if you want to, you know, you can send us tweets and emails, podcast at gamecola.net. If you want uh, stuff right on the podcast, you can also put stuff on Discord. Um, we usually do a call on Discord if we don't get enough or we don't get any emails or tweets. We'll, we'll go to the Discord for that. Um, so you can do that there, too. Uh, tweet about yeah. number... The GCPC. Yes, hashtag the GCPC is the hashtag for the Game Cold Podcast. Tweet That's number. all yes. the things. The tweet number. Yes, Jetty, you're very clever. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast, everyone. Right. The <laughs> That's end. the end of video games for now. But next Forever. month, we'll see you then. Have a wonderful time of day, wherever it is, whenever it is you're listening to this podcast. And we'll see you next month, where we will continue the story of video games. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 I'm looking at okay? Warcraft right now. <laughs> I, I, I took a breath in and I just got a little spit down there. <laughs> That's so, all the response we have to World of Warcraft.